Good evening, everyone, and welcome into Off the Reins podcast. This is the um, inaugural episode. So, uh, you guys, my name is Ryan Messer, and you may be wondering what this is all about. Well, we're going to go over everything Stallions, USFL, and all around Birmingham professional sports related. Well, go over uh, updates with the local teams, all kinds of things. And we'll usually have a special guest. And um, like we do this evening, but before I bring him on, I want to make sure everyone is uh, aware of our uh, social handles on Facebook, YouTube, and on X. And as I'm bringing, I want to make sure uh, now that I've introduced everyone uh, to the podcast and myself, I'd like to introduce someone who's actually created a little bit of a, a movement in our city. Um, you cannot enter Protective Stadium on a Stallions game day without seeing these guys. You probably actually saw him in our intro. They sit over in section 104. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like you to uh, welcome Blake Muir. Hey, what's going on, Blake? Uh, it's going good, man. How about yourself? Uh, pretty good. Um, how you been doing this offseason uh, celebrating the uh, back-to-back uh, Stallions Championship? Yeah, man, it's been, it's been going good celebrating, you know, our back-to-back. Um, then, you know, I'll say within the first few weeks afterwards, I'm like, is it time for the season again? And it wasn't. And then, then we began the talk of the merger. And here we are today, just still trying to figure out exactly what's going on with that. Right, right. You know, um, it's it's kind of hard to keep up with everything that's going on with the merger and all. It's uh, You hear things here, there, and everywhere. You know, it's just it's hard to tell unless you see, you know, folks like – um uh the executives over in um with Fox or uh the executives with uh, the XFL, you know, you don't you can't really tell who's who, you know, what's actually uh you know, legitimate. But, oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is everybody's got their own speculation of what's going on. Everyone wants to be the first to report it. But in the end, until Moose or Fox or any of those guys start putting things out on their socials or there's big announcements, I don't think we're going to be able to really determine what it is. Um, I know the latest rumors, eight teams, but if you look at it, there's every team is still selling tickets from both of them. So officially there's 16 teams selling tickets. So if it's only eight, then there's a lot of refunds that are about to happen. Exactly. Well, you know, like I said, the um, it's hard to trust, you know, the sources around here. But uh, uh, one thing you can trust is uh, uh, the quality and the uh, jewelry purchase you can get from uh, GLD. Uh, if you go to GLD shop right now and click on the link in the description, you can actually get up to 50% off your next purchase. So they've actually got real gold, um, silver, and uh, diamonds. Uh, 
and it won't break the bank. So, you know, I've got this uh, white gold uh, chain right here I got from there. So it's actually a pretty decent uh, piece of uh, jewelry. I'll have to get them to make us like a custom uh, horseman. Definitely, uh, definitely. Emblem. They actually do. They actually do custom uh, uh, pendants and stuff. So just hit them up, whatever you want. They can make it. But um, this time I'd like to uh, move it closer to a new se another segment that um, is close to my heart because, as you know, here in around Alabama, all you get is collegiate sports, right? So I like to kind of focus on more of the uh, professional sports here in the city. And with that, I like to bring in the uh, Birmingham Sports Brief. And to start off with, uh, the Birmingham Bulls are currently sitting at third place in the Southern Professional Hockey League behind the Fayetteville Marksmen and the Pensacola Ice Flyers. Friday night, our in-state rivals, the Huntsville Havoc, come to town uh, as we get closer to the chase for the President's Cup. The Birmingham squadron of the NBA G League fell to the OKC Blue this afternoon. The squadron are currently fifth place in the Southern Division of the Winter Showcase. And as for the Stallions roster, um, you know, last Thursday we signed uh, Kenny Robinson out of uh, West Virginia. Um, the kick return king himself is officially back. Uh, Deion Kane actually re-signed with the team Thursday as well. You know, uh, he, uh, I think, ran two uh, kicks back for touchdowns. Uh, in consecutive games last year, right? Yeah, and don't forget about uh, Victor Bolden, our deep threat. He came we did, back we from. Sign, we did sign, resign him back, didn't we? Yep. So now, I mean, both left and right, we're going to have definitely huge threats. Absolutely. Um. Then. Uh, on Saturday, we picked up uh, linebacker Traven Howard from uh, TCU. And um, I don't know if you saw uh, Sunday, but uh, we wound up they wound up cutting um, uh, Thaddeus Moss. Did not see that. Yeah. But I, I kind of think that, um, you know, they're, the reason behind that was uh, – because we uh, re-signed a bunch of guys from last year too, so. Um, but it it was nice to have Thaddeus Moss on the team because I don't know if you remember, uh, we actually had uh, uh, Randy Moss in the stands last year. Well, he was up in the club seats, but um, yeah, it was cool to have bucket hat on and all. Oh yeah, thought that was pretty pretty neat. So um, that was uh, the Birmingham Sports Brief. So uh, 
kind of like to take a few second, I mean, a few minutes to, you know, get to know a little bit about uh, you. You know, uh, I like to ask our guests a few things about themselves, and you know, uh, get their insight on a few uh, things. You know, so uh, what is what have your thoughts been about? Um, with the uh, all all the uncertainty with the merger, like have you been nervous about Birmingham at all? You you know I, I haven't been nervous about Birmingham in general. Um, I will say the uncertainty about the league and how everything's going to play out. And honestly, I'm one of these guys that I'm against the change of the name from the USFL because we have two championships. But I would say as far as the Birmingham the. The league home office is still here. Um, mm -hmm. I've talked to, I don't even want to use the word credible sources because we all claim to have sources, but people that, you know, say that there's nothing to worry about with Birmingham. You know, there may be some other uh, teams that are wor should be worried, but Birmingham's not one of them. So I always knew we would have a 24 season. It was just what kind of, you know, what kind of league would it be? Would it be a mixed league? Are we going to just have a 24 USFL and XFL? What's going to go on? But in the end, all I care about is Birmingham playing. And if I don't really care what the league name is or if we join the XFL or however that plays out, as long as we're there to, to cheer on our boys and, and shoot for a third straight championship, I don't really care what the name is. Right. Well, um, Besides the Stallions, what's your favorite uh, football team? I mean, from Alabama, you really got to choose one or the other. You got to choose Alabama or Auburn. And, you know, unfortunately, I'm the guy that we've had a few couple uh, rough years, and I, I am an Auburn fan. Um, I think we're seeing a lot of good things happen, you know, towards the end of the season. I couldn't close it out against Alabama, which in the end, I'm kind of glad we didn't because in the end, I, I am a true SEC fan. And had that happened – we wouldn't have anybody representing the SEC in the playoffs. So in the end, let's just win it all next year as, as, as Auburn. But we have a lot of good things coming, a lot of good recruits coming in. All right. Uh, I've got to ask you, do you think the committee got it right? Yeah, I, I do. Um, you know, there, there's some things that people aren't talking about, you know, uh, this year was actually supposed to be the first year of the 12 league or 12 team playoffs, but the ACC voted against it, which just happens to be where Florida State is. And then, you know, we'll say many moons ago when Bobby Bowden was still there, he actually came out with a quote that said that he didn't see a championship coming through the SEC because the schedule was just too tough. So for those two things, um, you know, I say they did. I mean, also they, they played a losing record. Unfortunately, the SEC, I'm sorry, the ACC was a down conference this year. And when your overall record is 20 games under 500, you don't really necessarily deserve it when, you know, a team that's comparable as far as ranking has one that's probably 20 over 500. Exactly. And, like, another thing they're not talking about is strength of schedule. And uh, Alabama and Texas both have beyond uh, way past – Florida State and strength of schedule, and uh, so that that's that's another thing that. But the thing is, that's another thing that everybody would bring up against Alabama in the past years. But right, Alabama actually hasn't had a decent schedule this year. So, you know, but I will say this though: this is the one thing I do think everyone got it wrong, and I know the Heisman Trophy Committee is not part of the NCAA at all. 
But if a player is good enough that when he gets hurt, he costs you a chance to be in the playoffs, means he was dynamic enough that he should have at least been invited to New York. Um, exactly. If he meant that much to a team, that that's my only stance on that. Really, is that you know overall, I agree that Louisville Florida State game was nearly miserable to watch. I mean, it was pretty bad to watch, and no one wants to see that in the playoffs. But if one player is that dynamic and that meaningful that you use that terminology to keep them out of the playoffs, it meant he was one of the best. We'll say five players in the country. Right. And that's that gets me too because you know he he pretty much drove that team to uh, where they were. Um, but um, besides the Stallions, again, what are your favorite teams here in Birmingham? Uh, you know, I, I definitely love the Barons. Huge baseball guy. Um, really started in more caring about baseball because you know, really here in Birmingham we had UAB, but we didn't have a lot of football. Uh, so definitely we go with the Barons as my my second team here in, in the Birmingham area. Um, usually year in and year out, voted the best stadium in minor league baseball. Uh, if you haven't been, you definitely should check it out. I mean, $5, you can get in. It's a great night, uh, but it's a, it's a great stadium. Um, a lot of good stuff around it. And, you know, and then you can't go wrong with a Bulls game. If you haven't checked out a Bulls game just for the sake of fun, I mean, it's, you know, something like that. It's a great family night out where it's indoors. So if the weather outside is not that great, you get to go indoors and, you know, see, you know, it's decent hockey. I mean, it really is. And just a few years ago, we played Huntsville for the championship for the governor's cup. And the way things are looking this year, it looks like it it could be, you know, an opportunity for it to happen again. I actually wound up um, that year uh, going to all, three games of that uh, series for the President's Cup. And I was actually at uh, up in Huntsville for that uh, that final game. Because we actually had – Birmingham actually had a home field advantage for that. But, Honestly, I thought Birmingham was better. And, you know, obviously when it was all said and done, Huntsville proved us wrong that Huntsville was better. But I thought that the, the entire year Birmingham – it was going to take a lot for Birmingham not to win it, but it didn't happen. But, you know, you know, there's lots of teams that finish in second place that are really good. Um, and they'll have an op- another opportunity this year. Absolutely. Um, so you were, we were talking about the Birmingham sports teams and all, but, you know, especially football, why do you think that uh, these Birmingham teams always wind up you know, failing. And why do you think the Stallions um, getting ready for their third season has been so successful? You know, I I really don't think making it to the finals or even the semifinals when you're talking about baseball, uh, those are seasons. Hockey's an exceptionally long season as well. It takes a lot out. You have injuries. Uh, You have, especially when you talk about minor leagues, Sports players get called up. I mean, if you remember, this might have been, I don't know, 10, 12 years ago, the Barons won the first season and pretty much the White Sox wiped them out by calling everybody up for that sec for the second half of the season. That was Gordon Beckham, Tyler Flowers. And that 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 roster was literally loaded. But we all want these guys to, to move up. So I wouldn't use the word failing as much as 
when we see things like that happen, they're succeeding because the coaches as well as the players, we're getting good players are getting called up. And that's what we really want. I know some people get upset about calling the Stallions kind of a minor league football team, but when it's all said and done, if we have 10, 12 players get called up to practice squads and, you know, maybe even the opportunity to play, that's what it's all about is getting these guys that second opportunity. And that's going to cause the the USFL, XFL to, to grow when they're having these multiple opportunities. I mean, look at uh, Brandon Aubrey. If he doesn't win, if he's not all pro this year, I mean, and I'm not saying that because of the Stallions, but, I mean, he's just done that well this year. So, but would have never gotten an opportunity without the USFL. Same thing for Turpin. You know, all pros are returner. You know, otherwise, too small, fast enough, but too small. Well, he got an opportunity to prove it in the USFL, at talent that was borderline NFL talent. He proved it. Jerry Jones took a chance on him, and, and look where he's at today. So I wouldn't say that any of these teams are failing. I think it's more of a they're succeeding, if anything else, because of the players getting called up. Um, And it even happens in hockey, too. A lot of times they get called up to the ECHL. And um, I don't know if any of them made it all the way to the NHL, but they get pulled up to that next level. And that's what it's all about is the coaches continuing to develop these players. And uh, and Birmingham's always been called the um, the – uh, what do you call it? the minor league uh, sports capital of the country? You know, oh, definitely, it, definitely feels that way. And it, it, that's 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 the way you, you're right. That's the way it feels because uh, we've got the G League. We've got um, I didn't mention it, but we've got of course you got the Barons, and then uh, we've got the Birmingham uh, Legion. You know, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Legion, they made it pretty far. I mean, they made it exceptionally far in a, in a tournament that competes them against MLS teams. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was that was really good. Uh, I don't, don't exactly know how far they made it. Uh, I just remember making it pretty far, and I think it might have been – They made it to the semifinals. Yeah, I couldn't remember if it was eight or four, top eight or top four, but nonetheless, they beat MLS-ranked teams, you know, teams. So that's always a, a you know great opportunity as well. Yeah, it just seems like it's it's starting to grow here in Birmingham, and everything seems like it's starting to stick, because um, the like I said, the uh, the Legion they started out. They've had a few seasons now. Uh, think about four four seasons now. Right. Yeah, they started out inside UAB's soccer field, and now they've made their way to protective. It's and I, nobody's gone to any of those games. That is um, the Stallions games are is one thing, but this is a whole completely different atmosphere. Uh, not that it's a better atmosphere; it's just a different atmosphere. Oh, definitely um, those those soccer atmospheres. Uh, I go to Atlanta United a good bit, and those those atmospheres are, are completely different. Those those guys are are wild from the time it they blow the whistle, they blow the last whistle. And uh, you guys are kind of go a little crazy sometimes too, you know, over the hey, section one hundred four. Yeah, we try. I mean, you know, I, the the best thing is is that 
a lot of and, and, and are viewing this kind of as a leisure sport, even though it's football and, and, and we're not doing that in 104. And we, and we hope, you know, almost like a plague or, or a virus of some sort where it starts to spread through the stadium and everybody starts getting as exciting as, as excited as we are. Um, we started seeing that towards the end of last year and we hope to kind of, you know, see that continue this year with, with some chants and, you know, getting up, getting loud on third down, all those great things, um, you know, but spreading it down the entire way because 104 is on one side of the field. We need, we need those other sections to get loud as well. Exactly. Um, with all the familiar faces coming back to Birmingham, um, how do you think we're going to do this season? You know, if it was just the USFL, I would say, well, it's the same players being coached because, you know, as far as everyone knows, Coach Holtz is coming back. He wants to be back. He I had a conversation with him, and he says he'll stay in Birmingham as long as Birmingham will have him. And well, I can tell you right now, with two championships, just tell us where you want us to start building your house at, and we'll build it for you. Um, exactly. But, um, you know, I, I just couldn't – as a free agent – because most of our team became free agents at the end of the year, either by just agents with a two year contract or ended up, you know, that NFL clause where they got out of it. Why would you not come back to a, to a team that just won a championship with the vast majority of the team coming back? Yeah. We lost Alex Magoo, but Jamar won us a championship. So we've had two different quarterbacks win us championships and one of them's coming back. Um, And, you know, unfortunately got hurt at the beginning of the year, but you know, Alex stepped up, and now it's Jamar's turn to step up again and win the third one. So with all these players coming back, just it's almost a rarity, especially in professional sports, that you almost get an entire team back. And, and that's really kind of where we are, is we're seeing a lot of our playmakers come back. And with the re-addition of Victor Bolden, you know that was the big thing I didn't feel like we had last year was that deep threat. Well, we have him now. We have the possession receivers um, 90, 90% of our receivers are coming back. Uh, so we have those, those possession receivers and now we have that deep threat and Jay Mark can connect on those passes. So, you know, not to be just so optimistic because, well, we've won two. So it's easy to say we're going to win a third one, but the, the pieces are there and the coaches are there. So it would be hard not to, you know, put a bet on the stallions again, but I'll, kind of caveat that was saying with this merger and how that plays out and how many teams are going to come from each of them, that's going to open up a lot more talent that was being split last year between the two leagues. So instead of 16 teams of talent, we're only going to have eight possibly, whatever it turns out to be. And so that's going to add more talent, more experienced talent out there that, that wasn't there last year. So, I mean, we could add some pieces as well, but other teams are going to be able to, to, you know, find their strengths or find their weaknesses and turn those into strengths. And correct uh, me if I'm wrong. I, this is my just my opinion. Uh, the Texas Stadium actually hosted uh, two of the best teams in the league, in my opinion, uh, last year. Yeah, that that breakers team was really, really good under uh, Coach DiFilippo. They are losing their quarterback, though. Uh, yeah, I've heard he's going back to the CFL. So, yeah, you know, that's agree. that's good that he, he I don't know if you had the chance to stand by him, but that was just a huge man. And he was, I, 
um, last year we actually covered the uh, we uh, uh, covered the entire season. We were uh, privileged to be able to go uh, into the press conferences. So uh, he was he was giant. Uh, he would come in barefooted and just tower above everybody else in the room. I'm like. So yeah, I mean, without, even without the cleats adding a little extra height, it still towers above everybody else. Right. And I mean, that kind of goes back to going back to saying what about the Stallions is that that's not something we're worried about. We know who our quarterback is. We know who our running backs are. We know who um, our receivers are. We know who most of our offensive line is going to be. These other teams are having to put these pieces back together. And, you know, whereas I said earlier, I don't think teams are failing all those teams failed to win a USFL championship with what they had. So they want to get better. Whereas we just needed to bring back what we had because we already took it to the top, which is the championship. Mm -hmm. So where they're trying to fit pieces into systems and things like that, we already have what we want. We have the same offensive coordinators. We have coach Holtz back. So we know these players are going to work in our system. Exactly. And, um, all these and all the all the players are excited about. I, I don't know if you uh, follow uh, Tamar Smith on uh, uh, Twitter, but he tweeted the other day or X, sorry. Um, but uh, he posted um, that he's excited about coming back to the two hundred five. You know, and um, it's it, it's good to see you know these folks uh, excited about uh, doing the game. I mean, playing the game they love to play. You know. So. And I don't know how much you traveled, but I went to the away games as well. And our home atmosphere is second to none in this league. And and I don't once again say that because, you know, I'm part of a huge section that cheers. But in Detroit, everyone just wanted to sit around and watch football. There was no cheering. There was no you, – you could not have told me that that was an NFL stadium with an NFL team. I, I know that the uh, Michigan was an NFL team, but I meant that that NFL fans were there because it was completely dead. There was very little chatter. It was kind of a, let me just take the kids out for something to do for a little bit. It, there really wasn't a lot of excitement. They, they didn't yeah. feel like they care whether they won or lost. So our home environment is second to none. And, and that feeds our players and our players have excitement because they want to play in front of the crowds. Exactly. Um, I don't know if you can see behind me, uh, behind us, but um, we've actually got the um, uh, the field from the initial game, the first game back uh, the, with the first season. So it's it's it was a beautiful atmosphere that evening. So it and it always is. Um, so you want to tell us a little bit uh, about how the uh, horsemen got started? So we had that first season and we had all these pockets of fans that, that you would see, hey, there's a group of three or four cheering over here, two or three here. Some people had some signs made. And then we kind of got with the, the league and we attempted to become, you know, official. We wanted to be an official fan club because uh, I work in Atlanta a lot and I go to a lot of games over there and they have all these official clubs for everything they do. Well, the league – was a little apprehensive, like, hey, you know, how are these guys going to act? How How's everything going to go out? Um, 
but we still came together. Uh, we got them to, we convinced them to let us sit in 104 as a, as a com- complete group to be as loud as possible. And then we found out that the league actionizes us as the only, I hate to use the word official, but the only recognized fan club in the USFL right now. Um, there's some others that if you go to Memphis, they have the yacht club and it's spread out. I mean, if you look around, there's a guy sitting here, there's a guy sitting there. I mean, the hats are cool, but they're not recognized. Um, so the, the league was able to kind of help us out in the sense of, uh, let's see how to, to uh, the validity of our, of our organi- organization for a lack of better words. And, you know, it's only going to get bigger this year. Um, there'll be a lot of opportunities for, different things, you know, coming down, hanging out with us. Um, we're actually going to join the team uh, to pass out gifts at uh, Children's Hospital. Uh, I think it's actually next week, as a matter of fact. Um, so we're going to be out there with them. So lots of opportunities with the league, as well as just a fun atmosphere for those that are used to the Auburn and the Alabama games. We're definitely more along those lines. And I, uh, my nephew actually called us the best thing. We are the student section when it comes to for the stallions that, that's the best representation the of what best we are description of you guys because it's y'all go nuts it, it's and, and there's gonna be a few additions this year that that i think everyone's gonna like and you know and or any sort of Gates came over, wanted to be with the real fans. Um, like I said, players bringing their kids over. Um, Fox Sports, some of their staff would bring people, bring their kids over that were like two, three years old. So definitely a huge opportunity to experience something a little bit different. And if you don't have tickets down there, just see one of us. I mean, and we'll bring you down there and let you hang out with us because in the end, we're all just fans of this and want this to keep going. Absolutely. Um, like I said, I mean, it's it's an awesome atmosphere. Um, I'm excited about it. Um, is there anything else you'd like to uh, say or uh, share about the Horsemen for anybody who'd like to join you guys? You know, joining us is literally the easiest thing you've ever done. People get on Facebook every day. Uh, just go to the Horseman Supporters Club on Facebook and request to join and it asks a few questions. It asks for your email address. That's not for spam or anything. That's just to we communicate with things that we're doing, whether it be, hey, we have an opportunity to go to a practice or, hey, we're going to all meet it full moon or something along those lines. So we're not going to spam you with anything. I think we might've sent out three total emails last year, total that it wasn't communicated. So go on Facebook, you know, request to join, answer a few questions. A lot of it's just, you know, behave yourself when you're at games and, and represent, you know, the stallions just like you would anything else. And um, that's pretty much it. And then just come hang out with us and have a great time. I mean, it's really, it's, it's a free group. We don't, you know, we, we were self-funded, so we do some fundraisers like selling hats and stickers and koozies. But otherwise, it's completely free. You're not required to purchase anything or provide any sort of donation um, other than show up at the games and try to be louder than one of us. <laughs> All right, man. I want to thank you for coming on. Um, 
I love seeing you guys every year. I've actually uh, did join you guys back uh, uh, last year. Uh, and it, like I said, you, you don't spam no anybody. So it's, I literally almost missed one of the events because I forgot to uh, check the group uh, before the event uh, happened. But um, that was actually before we actually started the uh, media coverage. But um, like I said, I want to thank you again for coming on and uh, uh, hope you have a good night. I want to thank everyone for watching tonight across Facebook, YouTube, uh, X, or if you're listening to us on your favorite audio platform. Um, I want to uh, thank you for tuning in as well. So uh, uh, y'all have a great night. Uh, have a great night, everyone.